This is episode four of the Dragon Ball Insider Podcast, taking place on March 11th, 2014. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Dragon Ball Insider Podcast. Uh, this is episode four, as you heard previously. I shouldn't have repeated that, but anyway, um, uh, we have here myself, uh, DB Eternity, uh, and yes, you all know me. Applause, applause. And uh, ne- next to me, virtually, we have uh, Anthony. What's going uh, on? And, 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 drumroll, drumroll, we have Ben the Dragon Baller here with us as well. Say hello, Ben. Hello, I'm the Dragon Baller. I'm not that ballin' though, I'm horrible at basketball. <laughs> but, it's uh... It's fine, so am it's, I. It's good to be here. Yeah, this is the first time we have you on here, so why don't you tell everyone about yourself? What about me? Like, just anything? Anything you want. What do you want everyone <sighs> to know? Well... I just recently found out. Apparently, I'm 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 an otaku. Oh, that's not a bad, not a bad thing. Wasn't aware of that. I just found out what the meaning of that was. Um. Uh. Dude, I don't know. I'm on the spot. That's the whole point. Your name is the Dragon Baller. How did you come up with that name? I was in Florida with two of my homeboys. Uh, Henry Mc, at Henry McFlurry and at Keith Taylor five in case you were wondering oh, all right. on Instagram and I was sitting there and I was like you know what I want to make a Dragon Ball related Instagram wait hold up was it because you saw my Instagram no damn I think it I, I, I think I stumbled upon you guys later on in the process that's a lie as, anyway. as Dragon Ball experts <laughs> but like. <laughs> I'd always went in, I went into the Instagram and like would type in names like Dragon Ball Z and like see what would come up and I was always just like, okay, all this yeah. sucks. Like, we all existed before Dragon Ball experts. Well, so I, I don't know, I was just like, I'm gonna, let's see if the name The Dragon Baller is taken, just for shits, shits and giggles. And so, typed it in, it was, it was available and I was like, okay, and that's, that sealed the deal for me and I just started from there. So sold, you got The Dragon Baller. Yeah, when I got the Dragon Baller, I thought that was the most hilarious, clever name in the world. And I was like, yep, is, I win. I, I like it. It's pretty clever. Yeah, it's definitely clever. But what about you, Dave? How's life over on the West Coast? Because we're over here in the in the not-so-cold East Coast anymore. Well, um, here, Mother Nature has been on her period for so long. <laughs> um, like a week ago, we had this terrible rainstorm that shut down schools. Which I th- I believe yeah, you, I know guys you guys wouldn't. were in a drought at first. Yeah, we were in a drought, and then and then you know shit happened, and um, and now we're not in a drought anymore thanks to this weird ass storm that just popped up out of nowhere. But yeah, and it's actually yeah, and floating it, this way. It's going to be hitting us tomorrow. Yeah, it was it was pretty intense though. I mean, the the rain was sideways and all that, so it was pretty intense for California standards. I hear you all laughing inside at me. Yes. I am laughing. Hey, hey Dave, how old were you when all those fires are going on over there? Um, Remember that? Yeah, actually, um, I was not that far. Um, I don't live over in that area, but I live like twenty minutes away, oh, and they wow. shut and they shut down one of my uh, like 
a bunch of my friends' schools because they their schools are literally on the mountains where these fires went off. Wow. And I was just like, damn it, my school is is uh, can survive the apocalypse. Crazy. <laughs> so in any case, Dave, what do you say? Let's get right down to the topic at hand today, shall we? Well, one of them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, so Battle of Gods in Japan will be um, receiving a television premiere on March 22nd at 9 p.m. on Fuji TV. Uh, this broadcast will contain never-before-seen footage. Um, it, this wasn't included on the Blu-ray, DVD, or the original theatrical release, so that's pretty interesting to note. Um, Eiko Yamada, the voice actor for Mai... Um, revealed the, the premiere on her Twitter saying that Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods, last year's movie, will broadcast on March 22nd on uh, on Premium. I'm guessing like it's a I, Premium Saturday. I don't think it's an actually a thing. It actually is. It actually is. is. It? I did, yeah, I did the premium research. Premium Saturday. Hmm. Yep. In any case, it will run longer than the movie. It'll be longer than the theatrical version. Uh, and the scenes of the idiot Pilaf, Shu, and Mai will also be powered up with additional recording. Meaning, it's not the the additional footage won't be that important to the plot, um, but it's but it'll nonetheless it's still more more cool stuff to watch. Yeah, it but is yeah, definitely pretty cool. I'll, but um, people probably won't care about this that much because you know it's a TV broadcast and. Japanese television can't be easily streamed, at least in America. Well, this is the way I was thinking of it, and I actually, believe it or not, I listened to another podcast, and they took the words right out of my mouth when they said, what the fuck, kind of like, they're releasing extra scenes after the Blu-rays were released, so now they have Blu-rays without these extra scenes, so are they going to get these extra scenes ever? You know what I mean? So it's just like a toss-up. But, I mean, it's actually pretty cool that it's going to be going on already. It's pretty quick, if you ask me. But it's probably in conjunction with the whole Kai releases, which we'll get into also. Right. But, um, um, continue. Go ahead. Okay. And, and lastly, for Battle of Gods news, still no word on an English dub. So, I've already explained why, and I will not do it again. So... Um, that's it for Battle of Gods, anyway. Cool, so, um, in other news, um, the monthly spinoff magazine, Psycho Jump, um, officially hit shelves in Japan on March 4th of 2014, obviously. Now, this issue contains an all-new question-and-answer segment called Tell Us Toriyama-sensei. Um, naturally, the Q&A features none other than Kira Toriyama, the creator of Dragon Ball, as well as Naho Oishi, who is Akira Toriyama's assistant. Um, this month's issue educates the fans of the origin uh, on the origin of the word Scouter, which was first introduced into the introductory stages of uh, Dragon Ball Z. And I quote Akira Toriyama's first question is, what is the origin of the name Scouter, or of the word Scouter? 
And he replied, in the military realm, the word scout refers to reconnaissance. For example, a reconnaissance vehicle would be called a scout car. I tweaked that scout, I tweaked that scout and gave it its name. In other words, it's a useful tool for the purposes of information gathering. And this is pretty cool because Psycho Jump has actually done a segment like this in the past. And I'm not exactly um, positive what they called it, but it was very similar. Um, but it's almost like they're bringing it back, and it's definitely cool to have Akira Toriyama still be interactive and basically just putting more information out there even so far after the series has ended. So it's always cool to hear more from the creator himself, and I think we could all agree on that. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, um, I think it's pretty interesting how this the origin of the, the name had an origin to begin with. I mean, I just thought that Scouter was just like, you know, uh, a name he gave, not really thinking about it, because Toriyama does that a lot. Yeah. But um, it's pretty interesting to see that he actually had this, you know, this kind of behind-the-scenes kind of thought about the the uh, device. But it doesn't matter in the end, because uh, Scouters are obsolete. But Yeah. Well, I'm curious to see what the next question is going to be next month, which, I mean, it could be anything, for all we know. But um, to go along with that, um, our next little bit of news is in reference to the Dragon Ball Majin Buu arc, Dragon Ball Kai, I'm sorry, Majin Buu arc that is going to be broadcasted in Japan. So Dave, why don't you take that one as well? I'll do that. Okay, so Majin Buu arc broadcasting, uh, the cast and staff was uh, revealed. Um, it's a... It's a and, and, and the Boo Saga is set to begin broadcasting in Japan, Japan, on Sunday, April 6th, at 9 a.m. Uh, this replaces Toriko and gets back Dragon Ball Kai's original broadcast time uh, when it was airing back uh, phew, three years ago. Yeah. Three crazy. years ago. That's crazy. But, yeah, it's coming back, and Dream 9 is reassembled with Dragon Ball in One Piece, so yeah. Okay, well, what's interesting about this is that originally the Boo Saga for Kai was only intended to be an international release, and the Japanese audio was only being recorded for continuity, so it's weird to think that Japan Toei all of a sudden decides to broadcast it in their territory after after they saw how badly Kai flopped in that country. Yeah, internationally, Kai did incredibly, just because it was just, oh, new, new Dragon Ball, new Dragon Ball. But yeah, in Japan, it, it definitely tanked, and everyone was like, oh, whatever, it's just, I mean, we have already know what's happened. Yeah. I mean, could it be from, like, the hype of Battle of Gods that they decided, you know, might as well just throw it out there? Maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe. But yeah, we have some notable mentions who are going to be coming back to the recordings as well as the voice actors. Obviously, uh, Masako Nozawa is Goku, Gohan, Goten. Um, I can't pronounce Vegeta's voice acting's name. Can Ryo you... Horikawa. Say it again. Ryo Horikawa. Really? Yes. Why is and, it? I mean, if you're going for a Street Fighter type of pronunciation, you'd probably say a Ryo, but no. The Japanese language, it it has a some weird pronunciations when there's when there's a one like kind of letter or symbol, mm -hmm. and they combine other small letter small symbols to make another sound. 
Um, in this case, it's a ri, uh, ri, um, and right next to it would be a small yo, yo, and this makes the sound ryo. Mm. So his and his name is uh, with and and the vowel is elongated by a u vowel right after it. So his name would be pronounced ryo. So that's Ryo Horikawa. Okay, cool. And um, Majin Buu is going to be voiced by Toshiho Furukawa. And he was the one who's been voicing Majin Buu. He voiced him in the latest Battle of Gods movie. And um, there's going to be a new musical score. And it's Norihito Sumitomo. And like I said, he did Battle of Gods. And it is not really a surprise to me in the least that he is going to be doing this um, the Boo arc because to of be, everything that's going on. To be honest, I really don't think his music was memorable at all in Battle of Gods. It wasn't. So, um, yeah, it, it, I mean, he might make some incredible music like Yamamoto did when Kai was first being broadcast, at yeah, least but, in my opinion, but um, let's just hope that this is not plagiarized. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, how about you explain that? Because not everyone knows what that is. And oh, ben, God, please. Ben, do you um, have any idea of what the uh, the Kenji Yamamoto scandal was? I don't know in depth about it. Like, if, if Dave were to explain, I would get it. But I do know that there was, like, plagiarism with, like, a ton of the music. Yeah, he plagiarized, plagiarized tons of composers. And if you ask me, it was public knowledge. But they only really did something about it before the last two episodes. <laughs> Yeah. I know I know more about it for like the the Budokai Tenkaichi games, didn't they? Or no, Budokai games. Yeah. Okay. Some, let's see. They um, tie in. Let's go all the way back to that era. Okay, so in Japan, this wasn't a big issue because the Budokai and Budokai Tenkaichi games there used the score from the television series and not the international score that we got. So they had different music in their games. They had the series TV music by um, Shunsuke Kikuchi. And I, see, I was thinking it'd be so much sweeter if they did that in the games, like put the music from the show into the games. But anyway, continue. Yeah. Um, so we got the um, the games with Kenji Yamamoto's international score, and we, we're still getting international differences in, in music, which I don't know why, but in any case. Um, and ever since then, it's been, it's been conspiracized that his music sounds awfully familiar to other works um it's and and these uh, coincidences turned out not to be coincidences when i am when he just kept plagiarizing and plagiarizing and plagiarizing uh composer after composer after composer but japan didn't care because it wasn't their problem to begin with and no one really knew no one really cared anyway but now it becomes a legal problem because the music was ported over and not and it wasn't um you know it wasn't replaced by funimation this time with kai so this became a an international uh issue for them and but but they didn't really do anything about it like Anthony said until the last two episodes aired and this guy in his Kai score also plagiarized a lot of stuff like the most the most uh, famous examples would be he ripped off Avatar and Terminator Salvation and 
those are huge Hollywood movies. So yeah. it's pretty it's pretty safe to assume that if this music were to be continued to be distributed, especially in the United States, since it wasn't being um, replaced anymore, that this that this would mean huge trouble for Toei. So they decided, okay, enough of this. We're f- we're gonna fire Kenji Yamamoto, and they did that, um, and they finished Kai, and then they went back and replaced all the music in every episode hastily, mind you, so it doesn't sound good at all. Yeah, with it the- sounds terrible. They had to do this within a week's time. Yes, and they did it, and they replaced it with uh, Shinsuke Kikuchi's old Dragon Ball Z score. And in my opinion, it doesn't work at all because um, Shinsuke's music is slow-paced while Kai is a fast-paced show. Kenji Yamamoto's music was fast-paced, so it worked. But in Dragon Ball Z, is a slow-paced show, so it works there. But you, you can't combine them. It doesn't work. So uh, while we're getting a composer that's not as, you know, renowned as in my opinion, as Kikuchi or Yamamoto, it might work, and I'll just have to see it in order to really judge it. Well, he's not the only one composing. He actually has someone on as a partner helping him with this, so hopefully it becomes decent. Um, in correlation with the news from the Majin Buu arc broadcasting in Japan... Um, there has been a lot of, uh, DBZ Kai Majin Buu arc in the States. Um, there is no definitive answer to if it's going to be here. Honestly, we could all assume that it's going to be considering it's been, um, it was intended originally for international release. Um, some examples, there were various instances where Funimation, some of the, some of some of the Funimation voice characters, voice actors actually stated that they will be and or are recording the Boo Arc for Kai. And this was uh, Chris Sabat specifically at OzCon in 2013. Um, though this isn't confirmed or anything to be true or not, he reportedly stated that Funimation has obtained the license to dub Dragon Ball Z Kai, the Majin Boo Arc, and that there is to be 66 episodes in total. Um, however, about three weeks ago, um, Chris Sabat made a statement completely denying any recordings or involvement in this at all. Um, Derek Padula, or the Tao of Dragon Ball, as many people know him, actually contacted him and asked him about Funimation's involvement. What prompted this initial contact was an interview where Sean Semmel stated that, I'm about to finish the Boo Saga for DBZ Kai. And um, Sabat replied to Derek or Derek's inquiry with, All jokes aside... There is no announcement about Kai in the United States, and I can confirm with you that the Buark has not been recorded. In addition, Derek then followed back up with Sean Sean Schemmel, who's the voice of Goku, and Sean's response was, I'm sorry to say I cannot comment on the Boo saga at this time. So, it's a bunch of mis... I don't even know, you can't even call it miscommunication at this point. I think it's just, someone slipped, no one knew that Japan was going to be releasing the Boo saga Kai, so I assume that they figured it was okay to announce it, but um, now at this point, there's probably like some sort of non-disclosure agreement going on. Um, so, what are your thoughts, Dave and Ben? I mean, do you do you honestly think that these guys are just under an NDA where they're not obligated to say anything, or are they just completely BSing us? I I think they're total BS. I I, I I'm but I'm you know, I just 
I'm a dreamer. <laughs> so I believe that it's actually been rec- I think it has something to do with the the Blu-ray set and sales with that. How so? Like they just released the the Blu-ray set and so they're trying to just kind of get those off the shelves and then when like they want to like build up a little bit of hype for that. And then once that kind of dies down, then they'll go ahead and do Kai. Well, they're completely denying all everything that has been stated. Well, yeah, I mean, well, as far as that goes, I mean, not. I don't really know how all that goes down. Yeah. Especially now that it's going out in Japan. So. Well, there is a video out there online where Sean Schemmel blatantly says, you know, I'm recording DBZ Kai. I've seen it. I don't know if you you guys have seen it, but I've seen I, I think it. I have I have seen it. I'm pretty sure. I think because I, I there was a time when I went back and I watched a ton of interviews with him, and he was just like talking about all this stuff. Yeah, and also in correlation with all that, um, at SXSW Gaming Expo, the Funimation kind of teased DBZ Kai with a large poster of Goku stating the legendary Z reborn Dragon Ball Z Kai. So I think you know they're teasing us, and it's definitely coming. In in my opinion. It's just a matter of when they're going to be able to announce it or give concrete information. Right, Dave? What do you think? Uh, let's just put it this way. Chris Sabat is the boss. And, yeah. And all all the voice actors are his, like, they work for him. So if they're, I mean, I, I would trust the word of an employee, of, of like an employee of a company, much less than the possibly corrupt CEO of that company is. So yeah. if if I were to take anyone's word for it, it would be Schemmel's because he is actually, I mean, he, he isn't the boss. So whatever he says, if he says he's recording, then you can only assume that they are. And my, and since um, Sabat is the boss of it all, then it's pretty natural for him to deny it and keep it a secret because, I mean, I don't know, um... But he's the boss, so it, there might be reasons why he's key, he's trying to deny it. It has to be something with Toei and them now doing international or doing a, a local release there. I mean, you see, I don't. I think what he's trying to do is deny it for now, because Kai took a year to get to the United States in the first place. Yeah. So a lot of people are going to be expecting it to come like right now, since Japan's getting it right now. So I think that he's just. Die, letting the hype die down a little bit for them to, you know, without any pressure, secure the rights and mm-hmm. produce the dub, uh, like, the most professionally as possible without being rushed. Yeah. And speaking of hype, uh, Ben, what you said about the Blu-rays, if they're, if they're anything like the season sets, and they are, the hype's not going to die down in a million years. Sadly. Very, very sadly, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, it is what it is with these. I I didn't even get a chance to look at them yet. I was going to buy one. They suck. They suck. You actually bought them? Uh, No, but I, I, um, some guy, like, uploaded it, so I was curious, and I, I looked at it, and it was not, like, it's the same problem as the season sets were and it's just sad to me what just the cropping and the oversaturation yeah it's not as bad as the season sets but it's still there yeah i really don't expect anything less but they they're targeting their audience that isn't going to go away all the people who are blinded by the nostalgia but that's another story so um 
in any case, um, how about we talk some Battle of Z? Oh, here we go. Okay, so Ben, the Dragon Baller, actually took it upon himself to do a full game review. And um, Ben, you really haven't said much throughout this because I was getting ready for you to give this review. So how about you discuss your thoughts and feelings about this game and break it down however you want. And basically just do the review. Um, I mean, me and you could relate. We play a lot together. Dave, I know you haven't played as much, but you can definitely give your input as well. But the... Just go ahead. Just spew out whatever you want to talk about. All right. Well, I guess I'll break it down like the review itself and just start off, you know. For me, when I play a Dragon Ball Z game, I really look for a few key factors now because, I mean, I've played most of them. And I've only been to Dragon Ball Z for, like, three years. So, I mean, I've been able to play the games, like, recently altogether. So I kind of, mm -hmm. like know what each one's about and I have a font like I've got a good memory of each game so I can compare them really easily but I break it down into gameplay graphics you know fun factor like is it fun to play and then like faithfulness does it stick to the DBZ story and does it feel like you're in the DBZ world you know what I mean yeah and you know with Battle of Z I guess we'll go into gameplay you can't compare I wouldn't compare this one to, it's hard to compare it to previous games. I mean, you're in a 3D environment, like you are in Raging Blast 2 and Raging, like, Tink, Budokai Tinky, all those 3D Dragon Ball Z games. We know what they are, or you should know what they are. But, so, I mean, you have that aspect where everything's three-dimensional and you're flying around, but, you know, the comp, like, the way you fight is a lot different, I'd say, because you have, there's a bunch of people, and the lock-on system is a lot different, I would say, from the any the games that I've played. And it's it, it the whole one button combo thing with me is fine if you can do it right. Mm -hmm. Naruto does it right. Yeah, in uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm Three, I I played yes. that. It's, it's really good. Yes. They do a really good job. So I don't want people on here listening to me talk about, good about Naruto and bad about DBZ, which I'm not trying to do. But the Naruto games blow the DBZ games out of the water. And they only have a one-button combo. But what they've done is, is it's like you hit one button to punch and kick and whatnot, but you can use your analog stick and move it around. And that changes what your combo is going to look like on the screen. And then you can also add in, like, chakra dashes, which is, like, other, there's all these little things you can, like, add into the combo. You can cancel it out and do all this stuff, which you kind of have in Battle of Z, but it's just it's lacking. It's very limited. Now, would you, would you call Battle of Z a fighting game? No. No, I wouldn't call Ultimate Tenkaichi a fighting game either. And personally, tear me apart on this one. Go ahead, eat me alive. I didn't, I didn't think Ultimate Tenkaichi was like that bad. I mean, yeah, it was not a good fighting game, horrible fighting game, horrible. Yeah. But I, I don't know why. I, I had a blast, dude. I was going ham in that game. I didn't last long. I mean, I only played it for like, you know, however many months, like a couple months. But I mean, it was yeah. fun. I enjoyed it. And, you know, I liked being able to make my character, and that made the game last for me. Right. But Battle of Z, I wouldn't call it a fighting game. You know, it's it's it. you rely on your teammates to definitely be there for you when you need them. And if you're getting double teamed, it's game over. Okay. Like, there's nothing you can You can't do anything. And, you know, I don't know. This, the gameplay's fine. 
I like it. It's fun. You know what I mean? You you have freedom with your character. It's limited. You know, they have they have a lot to work on. And I was actually talking to I can't God, I can't remember his name. But I was talking to this kid and he said he played Zenkai Battle Royale. You know what that is? Yeah, yeah. That's like this game is modeled after Zenk in in a way. You know, it's got a lot of the same mechanics as Zenkai Battle Royale. Yeah, well And the kid was I don't telling think this is anything like an arcade game though. Well, yeah, but no, but listen, the kid, he was, he said he went, he had played it and all this stuff, and I mean, you know, I, I'm going off of what some kid, some kid was telling me, but if what he said is true, it'd be awesome. He said that Zenkai Battle Royale is like the Tenkaichi game, Budokai Tenkaichi games, they're Raging Blast games with all the combos, but you have all those people flying around. So it's Battle of Z with like Raging Blast 2 or, or Budokai Tenkaichi 3 combos, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So there's like it's like a lot more diversity in in the gameplay, and so you can really kind of separate the men from the boys, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I understand. Like I feel like when I'm playing Battle of Z, it's have I put the time and the effort in to go and get the rare cards and all the powerful cards, and then turn go online and be super powerful and be able to take people out that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As far as just knowing the combos and being good at the game. Right. And you know, again, Battle of Z is fun. I enjoy it, but it's it's lacking. They have a lot to work on as far as gameplay mechanics go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then graphics, they're fine. This is a hundred. I, I, in my opinion, like I think graphics, you know, that varies across the board. Like everybody's got their own opinion about graphics. Everybody has, you know, their things. Graphics. For me, the best, the best graphics I've seen in Dragon Ball Z game is Burst Limit. They look sweet. Like they're clean. They look like the anime. Good to go. Naruto. Their games have sick graphics. They look like the anime. Awesome. I think. Dragon Ball Z games should have their graphics look like the anime. Not, I mean, I don't think the Battle of Z's graphics are bad, but when you think of Dragon Ball Z, you have this image in your head of what art style is and what the characters look like, and I feel like they should try their best to match that. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think they don't try. Well, it's the characters. You can tell it's the characters. I mean, it's the character models. It's this and that. It's the world, but... It's also like this. Uh, they always have to put a twist on it. They always have. There's always something. Yeah, like Vegeta, you know I mean? like Vegeta's stance. Oh my god! Don't even get me started. That like I mean, it's stuff like that I can nitpick all day long. Yeah. And I'm not saying I don't like the graphics in Battle of Z, which I actually do. I think they're fine. I like them better than Raging Blast Two. Everybody will say Raging Blast Two is one of the best graphics. I hate Raging Blast Two's graphics. They all look like plastic dolls. Yeah, they do. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But. um if it was me, if I was making the game, for crying out loud, I would make it look like as close to the anime as I possibly could. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And what's his name? Uh, Trevax. He's doing a pretty good job. Oh my gosh. That, that, if they would just make that game, I would never need, like, it'd be fine. Yeah. And I, the whole thing with that is, is like, I've, they say, like, if you make a game that good, why would anybody else buy another one? You know what I mean? Yep. But for me, now that they have next gen, why not make that perfect game on the 360 and the PlayStation 3 and the Vita or whatever? Yeah. And then and then continue on the freaking the, the next gen consoles. It blows my mind. I don't know. It blows my mind. But and you know, and then fun factor, I've been talking about that a lot. Yeah, the game, it's fun. I'd I'd if you're online or like are able to play with your friends, I would recommend it. But if you're by yourself and you can't play with anybody, I probably wouldn't buy it. Well, see see that's the problem. Co op is fun. Um Doing the whole multiplayer, they they definitely tried to do like an MMOPG or whatever the hell they call them. Um, when you say MMO, you automatically refer to an MMORPG. Right. Yeah. What are you thinking of as a team melee game? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, yeah, well uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what they call that, but I would just say a brawler. 
And then, um, like, the storyline was booty. Oh, my gosh, booty. <laughs> like, it didn't, which a lot of, like, the fans will say is fine because they know the story. Yeah. But, I mean, it's so, it's, the story is there. You know what I mean? It's done. You don't have to. You don't have to think. You just have to do it. You just have to put it in the game. Well, all these games, you really can't do it. The, the storyline's the same in every single friggin' game, because the storyline's never gonna change. But there was a time period where Dragon Ball Z games were released once a year, and it was just getting so like redundantly redundant. Well, yeah, and that's why they. I, this is why this here's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna this. Is like the, something I'll never understand. When they did the hero mode in Ultimate Tenkaichi, why would they ever take that out? Why won't they like build on that? You know what I mean? Yeah. That would reel in, like, that would reel in the people that don't even know what Dragon Ball Z is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like it does it being able to create your own character like in depth with like very like. I don't know. Every game that's come out recently has just been very limited, and it's just driving me insane. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. What about I could? I could. What? What about the card system? Um, I like it actually. When I first was playing the game, I was like, "Screw the card system! I don't need that. That's dumb." Because like in other Dragon Ball Z games, that have stuff like that where you like super up your character and then go play online. And I was like, "Yeah, I've never been about that. I just go online and play with like the stock characters." But I didn't know you really like were meant to implement the cards as much as you were in like especially on the story and i'm sitting here playing the cell games for like a freaking week straight dying over and over and over like what the hell is going on why can't i beat this level is the game really this hard am i this bad at the game no i need to equip the cards when i and then like once i kind of got into the whole card system i actually really liked it and it made me like want to keep playing the game and come back and you know unlock more cards and I don't know, get into it. Well, see, the thing with the cards that pissed me off, it's pretty, te it's like a tedious attempt. You have to try so hard just to, you know, go in, clear, clear whatever, set A, go in, clear set B. You can't clear all people, everyone's cards all at once. So if someone has cards on them, you actually have to go to them if you want to clear the cards, which eh, pisses yeah. me off. So, like, it gets to a point where you're like, you know what, let's put a auto selection B on this guy. And then you go, it's just like, why are there only four cards popping up? And you're like, that's right. There's seven other people that have auto selection B. So you have to go to each and every one of those characters and manually remove them. I wish they well, did yeah. it differently where you could actually just wipe out everything. Which, yeah. it, that that's just, that's just laziness, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, Dragon Ball Z games... Recent Dragon Ball Z games have been nothing but lazy. Yeah, well, this was supposed to be the next generation of games. It's n it's like a game we've never seen before. Well, yeah, that and it's supposed to, it was they had two years for crying out loud. Yeah, I don't know. I was happy with my Budokai HD collection if they would just put freaking online in it. Yeah, well, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Oh no, 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 it's not. Well, actually, I was, I was. They had said that they weren't gonna do the Budokai Tenkaichi like HD. They did Budokai. They did the Budokai series. HD collection with the two, you know, Budokai 1 and 3. And then they were saying, like, no, we're not going to do Budokai Tenkaichi series because of, like, copyright issues. And I think, like, the plagiarism thing with the music and all that. And there was just a lot of stuff they were going to run into that they didn't feel like doing. And so they said they weren't going to flat out weren't going to do it. And then, like, I don't remember how long ago it was. Like, maybe, like, I'm going to just go out in the ballpark here. Just say, like, six months, a year ago. 
they said that it actually like is a possibility. Like if the fans wanted it enough, which I feel like they do. Me personally, I don't want it. I don't care. But they said they could do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I I'm I don't really need HD remakes. I like to see new games personally. Now, also with the gameplay of this game, just to continue on with this, um, there are four different types of characters you could play with. Um, there's a fighting type or a melee type. There's a key blast type, a support type, and an interference type. And they all have um, individual roles. Obviously, fighting or melee, they're um, skilled at close combat. Can com- they can combo with melee attacks, um, such as Goku. He does the Kaioken. Um, then there's the key blast types, who are skilled in long-range battle. And they once they make um, consecutive attacks using key blast, their key gauge actually goes up. So their their amount of key that they're using actually goes up. Normally, a fighting type of uh, player would lose key and eventually run out of energy. And um, key blast types, when they hit someone, their energy bar actually goes up. And then you have your um, support type players who have powers such as um, health generation and support abilities. That's like Gohan um, in his base form. You have Yamcha. Um, Krillin. Yeah, all of them. They're, they're there just to, to heal you, give you energy when shit's about to hit the fan. And then um, you have your interference type, who actually is... Krillin's actually interference, actually. Oh, um, oops. Yeah, they... He's... He's sensu being king. What is, why would they make him interference? Well, solar flare to Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, they they basically indestructible disc. Yeah, they have adaptability their adapted abilities to interfere with players and, and other enemies in their movements. So like solar flare, um Majin Buu's chocolate beam, the energy drain techniques that we see. So it's it's a pretty unique feature. Um and it's pretty cool and you can modify every all these characters by using the cards and customizing them and it's it's pretty cool i like that but you have to know how to use them so i wouldn't go into a battle not knowing what you're using because me and you got to the point where it's just like all right so we're going to be fighting this person this person is we know what kind of uh what type of um character he is what fighting type he is so we know who to fight against him so it's pretty cool and i in my opinion, I know you gave yours about how the gameplay is. I actually really, really, really enjoy it. It's fun. And I think someone who isn't good at video games can become good at this game, but only if they're playing with their friends. Like, if you're going to play by yourself, like you said, I don't think you're going to have that great of a time. If you're playing with a group of four people and um, you're doing the whole online co-op to to go through your storyline, I think it's a it's definitely a fun game. But in my opinion, also, they do this game. It's easy to use, but they do a lot of shit that makes you almost hate the game. Like how I was saying how it's so annoying just to go through and change your cards. Like you get stuck in a an attack. There's no getting out of that until you get knocked down to the ground. Like yeah. in other games that I've played, I, I mean, I haven't really played many games at all, but there there's always ways to counter there's only a couple uh characters in this game that can actually counter so mm-hmm. which sucks but um that's just my opinion i i like the game the the synchro rush is awesome 
um, you get to, I guess, if you're playing with three or four people, you could all simultaneously beat the, yeah, beat the shit out of someone, and it just basically, it, it you get the upper hand right at that. Uh, Dave, I know you've only played the demo. Um, what do you think based on that? It, uh, like I said before, it's definitely different. Uh, it's not like anything we've seen before, at least here. Yeah. It's not a button masher. It's a strategic game, which is really a step up. Um, and some some I, aspects and, are button mashing, though. Some aspects. Overall, though, it's not yeah, a button as masher. as a whole. No, it's not. And uh, I think it was a huge improvement from Ultimate Tenkaichi, where it had the, you know, the... Simple, you know, absolutely. Um, the rock paper scissors thing, but that was Nam. That was a uh, Dimps, what? Right? And this is Art Dink. Yep, this is Art Dink. So, and it's now Bandai Namco, no longer Namco Bandai. <laughs> Wait, what? Actually, in Japan, it's Namco Bandai, and in America, it's Bandai Namco. I don't know why. Are you sure about Wait, that? Wait, what? You're sure yeah. about they that? They switched it from. I'm. I'm sure. Every Japanese game I've seen is Namco Bandai, and every American game I've seen is Bandai Namco. Let's find out. You know what? I'm gonna look this up right now. Bandai. Wait, 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 wait. What? They switched it from Namco Bandai, or I call it Namco Bandai. No, I mean I I don't know why, but then Japan they reverse it, or at least here they reverse it. I don't know why. No, it's and not. That's what it's, it's Bandai Namco in Japan. It's Bandai yeah. Namco in Japan and Namco Bandai here then. That sounds... The Namco Bandai sounds way cooler. Let's see. I am actually on the website right now. English. Nam, it's Bandai Namco Games. And then next to it, the, uh, the it says Nam, Namco Bandai. And then Japanese, it is... I don't know. This, this website contradicts itself. I'm on the Japanese website. It's Bando Namkai. Yeah. Bandai, Nam, well, Bandai Nam, Namco in Japan Bandai and Nam, Namco Bandai in... America. Interesting. I do not know that. And I do not know what the whole purpose of that is, but to be annoying. But um back to Battle of Z. How about your rating system? How would you rate it as a as a whole at this point? Well to sum it up. Since you ask. Gameplay. Six out of ten. Graphics seven out of ten. Fun factor, 7 out of 10. Faithfulness, 4 out of 10. And overall score, sums up, 6 out of 10. And how did you come up with those numbers? Uh, well, forget, I compared it to other games that I, per- this is like all me, this is personally like, like my, uh, like what I, like, like in a Dragon Ball Z game, what I, how I, you know, my opinion. In the gameplay, I compared it to obviously, I, I to what I could Raging Blast series, the Tenkai Budokai Tenkaichi series, and then like I even went as far to compare it to like Budokai series. I mean, they're different. They're all different. They're all really different. But for me, I thought about okay, what do I like the best? How do I like a game to play? And for me, I like so far what I like the best is the Budokai series because it's just sick. I don't know. It's fast. It takes skill. You can. There's a lot you can do with it. it. It can be very simple, but there's a lot you can do inside of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you could, if you could, um, 
give some suggestions for future releases, maybe a sequel on this game, what would you suggest? For gameplay? For all around, everything. Whatever all you can around? think of. Oof. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> okay, we could be we could be here all night if you want me to do that. But <laughs> uh I mean if I for me I would go as far as to say, you know, keep the keep the option to have the brawler mode. I, I don't think that should be the main thing though about the game. You know how they focus like the big thing was like the 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 four V four? Yep. In Dragon Ball Z, you're not getting four V four fights that often. You know what I mean? Yeah. In this in the series. That's it's not that's that's not very common. I like I like squaring off personally with one person, targeting that person and knowing that he's gonna feel horrible once I kick his ass. Yeah, you know what I mean. As that as bad as that sounds, that's how I like. That's why I play these games to win. You know what I mean. And I I lose a lot, so it sucks at the same time. Anyway, and so for me, I would focus mainly like go back to a raging blast style, but keep what you have with the the battle. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, implement combo a combo system like Raging Blast into a brawler system like mode. It's a have that as an option. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I want it to like mainly be like the one on one as it's been in the past, which you can't do at all <laughs> in this game. Well, you, no, you, no, you you can actually you can do one on one. You can you do one v one. Yeah, I've done it. I have done it. You can do 1v1, but it's 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 limited. That is when you really see how limited this game is. Where where did you see 1v1? You can select it for any amount of people. I'll, we can do I'll show you tonight. We can do it tonight. No, I'm, I'm talking like multiplayer if someone's at my house and I want to whip Oh, 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 oh yeah, like uh like like local play? Yeah, no, 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 no. yeah, that, that yeah, bring that back. That was ridiculous. I can't believe they did that. Yeah, Dave, they don't have just whatever you said local play. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, like matter. You can't do sp- I don't. I don't. You can't do split personally. Screen. I don't care. I don't care about local. I don't play with anybody, so it's fine. Well, you know, but I I, I play with my my neighbor who we used to play all the time, and I can't even play this game with him unless he buys it, which he's not going to do. So <laughs> I can't do that. But um, so for that's for gameplay graphics. I would, if you haven't seen Nostal Travik's Raging Blast Three project, go look at it. Go look at it. Yeah, I'll put a link in the description. And like it. It's it's genius. The graphics, that's that's ideal. I mean, you know, it has this art style. Like, you can tell, like, it's not Akira Toriyama's art or whatever. You know what I mean? But that's beside the point. It's got the same colors. Everything's everything's right. It's cel-shaded. Everything looks good. Those That's ideal graphics, in my opinion, is what you see there. You know, it looks like the anime. And then... I would I would go ahead and add the storyline. Not it doesn't have to be like you know 100 percent every scene everything you know what I mean. I think but, it'd be cool if they gave a storyline from a villain's from the villain's perspective. Well, yeah, that that too. Give give like alternate realities. You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, and then after you finish the storyline, you could run around like in the Naruto games. Yeah, yeah, and I think every fan of the Dragon Ball Z games will agree with me in when I say that. If they they can just mess around with the story, like it doesn't matter. Like, it, but if as long as they do something, they don't just like. I want it to make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the ideal for a storyline in a Dragon Ball Z game would just screw. Have all the characters. Have the character roster for the Dragon Ball Z, All the characters from Dragon Ball Z universe. Mm-hmm. And for the story, make a damn hero mode. Make a fully customizable 
character creation. You don't have to just be a Saiyan. You don't have to just be a dude. You can be a girl. You can be aliens. You can be a android. This that, and make little separate stories for that. And when you're pl- like in, as you play, you make decisions that determine whether you're good or bad. So you know, so you know what I mean. So yeah, you're kind of yeah. playing this interactive story mode. No, that, that would appe- that, makes that would appeal to so many people. That would appeal. I mean, oh, it's unbelievable. I don't know. I still think they need a Final Fantasy style game, but Same. that's just my opinion. Actually, Nostal Travex is also making something like that. I'm pretty sure it's called. I think it's called Dragon Ball Saiyan Noe San or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Uh, I mean, it's it's he's making it. it's a fan game, but it's going all the way from Dragon Ball to GT, and it's Man. it's like fan. It's 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 pretty sweet, but I don't know if it's. I think it might be all 2D. I don't know if there's any 3D. Well, that's fine running. with me. RPGs RPGs are good whether in 3D or 2D. Let me let me look at it. Hold on, I'm looking it up right now, actually. Dragon. Yeah, it's called Dragon Ball Seijin no Isan. And it's... I'll, I wonder if there's like a description. Let me see. Yeah, I came across this back when I was... I used to be super into Nostal Travex because he was just making this, like, crazy-ass game and I was super hype about it. But, um... I can't really... Basically, it's 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 an RPG. You know, you play through the whole Dragon Ball Z storyline and it's really cool. Like, it's really detailed. If you go on Facebook and type in Dragon Ball Saiyajin Noe-san and it should pop up. Okay. It's sick. Okay, so back to... um what we were saying before though um you got up to graphics mm-hmm. fun factor how would you make it more fun basically what i said i mean you know it, fun factor kind of is really a sum of the whole game yeah you know, it's kind of broad um but like when i when i'm playing it like i said about ultimate tank aichi that that was a bad fighting game you know what i mean yeah it was it was limited the uh, the storyline you know whatever I mean all that it, it it was limited it was it was just kind of just there but it was quick timing but it was pretty which was cool you know it looked good yeah well and I don't the know. ultimate Tenkaichi had the unique rock paper scissors right oh yeah and I mean I I don't know I just I had I had fun for a little while I mean yeah it's not gonna last that long you can only have but so much fun for so long on a game like that yeah well Dave you liked that game didn't you what game ultimate Tenkaichi uh yeah, only because I was good at it and it didn't yes, require. Yes, same here. I was good at it too. Like I, I, I agree. I totally agree with you there. Yeah, because I'm not good at fighting games, so the luck that went into it made it much easier for me. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, when as far as fun factor, there's so many things that kind of play into that. It's all kind of like a sum up of the game, and to make it more fun, you just have to add more. You have to just make it more divert. You have to just do more with the game. You have to be creative. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, in terms of faithfulness, I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward of how to make a game more faithful, but can you put a twist on how would you make it more faithful? Yeah. Um, put transforma- in-game transformations. See, that didn't bother me. It didn't bother it doesn't, me. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I'm not going to sit here and, and say, oh, I hate the game because there's no in-game transformations. I'm not buying it. But that would make it feel like I'm in a Dragon Ball Z game. Like, when I when when I used to play like Raging Blast or whatever kind of game, when you when you're fighting against your friend and you're both sitting there and you're playing, what you might like be losing, but for the whole like aesthetic appeal of Dragon Ball, you could be in your base form, lose, get your ass whooped, and then you're just like, screw it, I'm gonna try and go all out here and I'm gonna turn into a Super Saiyan, and then bam, you get a little cutscene and you turn into Super Saiyan. Now, and it just it makes you feel like you're 
in that Dragon Ball world. You know what I mean? Now, I've, I'm not a big gamer. So in those games, I did play the, the Budokai series. When you turned uh, Super Saiyan, do you actually gain strength? Um, or does it just look cool? <laughs> okay. Well, in Budokai, like Budokai 3, I didn't play Budokai 1 that much. It's kind of, it, it's old, really, it's way old tool for me. But yeah. Budokai 3, you actually, it's like, it's percentages. It's like, I think, I want to say it's a, I can't remember. But if you go and look, there's, it's like a 10% increase or 20 per, per, like, Saiyan transformation. Super Saiyan 1 is like 10%, Super Saiyan 2 is like 20%, Super Saiyan 3 is 30%, and then Super Saiyan 4 is like whatever, you know, 40%. Yeah, but, you know the, what I mean? but those are just numbers. Does it actually... Yeah, 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 it does. In Bud I'm talking about, like, in Budokai, you do increase in strength. Yeah, you do. It does make a difference. Raging Blast, I can't really say for Budokai Tenkaichi. I haven't played that game. I've played it. I know what I, I've, I've felt that it's fun. I know. I mean, I know I can speak for it, but I don't know on that level of it. Yeah, yeah. But... For the Raging Blast series, uh, it didn't do a lot. You're not going to go Super Saiyan and find yourself doing a lot more damage than you were before. Yeah. You kind of get. You, I think it's more so a little bit of speed advantage. You're faster in that game when you go Super Saiyan, which in Raging Blast actually makes a, a, a solid difference. That's the same but, thing within Battle of Z as well. Really, you're you're just faster. Well, I feel like it's a lot faster. Oh yeah, but. You know, the super, and then I mean that's not being able to transform into the game. I didn't, I, I, I didn't like not buy it because I didn't want, hate the game for that. But that's just something that, you know, it's part of the series. It's part, it's, it's everything almost. You know what I mean? Right, right. Don't don't leave something like that out. You know? Yeah. Or and then other faithfulness. You know, the story was clearly lacking. What was the other thing? Oh, dude, beam clashes, beam struggles. When two people come in and they hit each other and they like battle it out, Sue's like, you know what I mean? Right, right. I get what they were doing. I guess the whole brawler aspect, it wouldn't work because you would have. No, no, you know what? No, yes, put beam struggles in the damn game. Whenever they take that out, it frustrates me so much because like that's like the, one of the most hype things in a to beat your opponent in a beam struggle. Yeah. Because like you're like yeah. pressing the button or spinning the analogs, like, whatever they do, it's just like I don't know. It's really I don't know. I get into it. No, I hear you. So, all in all, I think this game has potential, but it needs work. Absolutely. It needs work. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it totally needs agree. a different name. Eh, I, I'm not, I, don't, I don't care about the name I of the hate game. that name, dude. Dave, what do you think? Battle of Z. Um, it's, it's not creative, but, he, I mean, the name isn't, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's very I've, creative. They did a really good honest, job fucking it up. To be honest, they pretty much just took the hype from Battle of Gods and tied it in with a game title, I guess. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, everyone was all hyped on the fact that, oh, Battle of Gods might be given to the first 500 uh, pre-orders for Battle of Z. In I don't know America? if you guys heard that, but that's bullshit. No one got anything. That and, oh, all of the um, the downloadable characters. Oh, man. That's another issue that I can't stand. Like, all right, cool. I got the, the Sage Mode um, Naruto, but where is my Vegito? Where is my... Who else? Bardock. My Bardock. Like, what the fuck? I pre-ordered Where's the Janimba? Well, yeah, he doesn't, what the he hell? doesn't count. He does count. I want Janimba. He's not in the game for a reason because he doesn't what count. What about Gogeta? Gogeta not cool enough? I, I, can give, I couldn't care less about him. You know what? You know what? 
I think that's enough about Battle of Z. I think we should move on to our emails that we get, our weekly emails. So I want to go ahead and read some of these. Yeah, we get a, we have a contact form for any of you who don't know. It's on our website. But um, I have a couple emails and a couple of uh, topics that some people just wanted us to discuss. So that's a, that brings us to a close on all of our news and our main topic. So we can do some emails now. So let's see. I got an email here from Pat. And the email states, If there was to be another movie, do you think they should make Vegeta surpass Goku in strength? Yes. Dave? No. I don't. Yes. Dude, for one movie? For one movie. Come on. Well, if this one movie were to happen where Vegeta surpasses Goku, then that would mean that in in canonicity, Vegeta's stronger than Goku. Goku, and if they do it, and if they make a next movie where Goku's all of a sudden stronger than Vegeta, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on how they do it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but why not? Or, you know what? I don't know. How, how would they go about making... Okay, let's talk about how they... Akira Chigama said it, if they were to make another movie, which there's no word of, so... I didn't say they're making a new movie, but if he said that Vegeta, he would want Vegeta to be the main protagonist, how would you go about doing that? He'd be the main character. But like, what he, what, no, like, well, would he, what, what would make him the main character? You know what I mean? Like everybody else is there. Why wouldn't you know? Would they be a flashback? Well, yeah, he said. I'm pretty sure that he mentioned it would it would tie in with his childhood, didn't he? That that was going around, but, but that doesn't make sense. Uh, he's not a he's not a hero in his childhood. He's an asshole. Yeah, but it would tie in with the whole shitty childhood he supposedly had. Mm. You know, well, didn't every didn't every Saiyan have a shitty childhood? Not really. He's from the royal family. The only time it was shit for him was when number one in the new movie Battle of Gods, Birusu, he I guess gave shit to his father, and. And the only other time you see Vegeta having a hard time is when he's sick of taking Frieza's orders. So that's even before his... That's that's after his childhood. Well, yeah. I mean, Saiyans aren't emotional. Like, he's not going to sit here and go, Why won't my dad hug me? Like, they don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, man. how hard... I feel like his childhood wouldn't have been that hard, you know? Ah, who knows? His planet got blown up and he really didn't give two shits, but... Yeah, that's what I'm nope. getting at, like... But, uh, I don't know. I don't think... Maybe. I've, maybe for like, I think they should make a movie where he surpasses Goku in strength, but once again, Goku comes out of nowhere and just blows him out of the water. So they no, can make a but why? If they did that, why? many many fans would get really pissed if that happened. But it happens all the time. It happens all the time. Think about it. And the Android arc. Vegeta went Super Saiyan. Goku, heart virus. At that point in time, he was stronger than Goku. Then what? Goku came back, surpassed him. Happened with with Gohan too. He surpassed Vegeta. And look, Piccolo. Piccolo became the Super Namekian. And then what happened? Right. That pissed me off. It happens <laughs> all the time. It happened all the time. Why can't Piccolo be more of a badass? And I mean, then, he's a badass, oh, but, and oh. then in Battle of Gods, for a second, Vegeta got pissed because Birusu he smacked Bulma. And Roshi was like, oh, God, look, Vegeta's actually stronger than Goku. And then Goku went God. 
So it happens all the time. So I don't I don't think people are going to be mad. I think people are just going to be like, yeah, that's just typical at that point. Well, I was thinking more like the whole movie is centered around Vegeta, 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 Vegeta. And then all of a sudden Goku shows up and uh, saves yeah. his ass. <laughs> now that would be a now middle finger. Would, yeah, I'd say so. Um, but anyway, next question. It's actually, I don't even know if this is a question. Let's see. This says, okay, this is from Ethan Shearman. Or I think he spelled his name wrong. Sherman? It's supposed to be. That's what his email says. But, hey, best DB-related site out there and have the best contest going. Is there going to be a new drawing contest soon? I want there to be, but believe it or not, um, see, what had happened was we had a contest a little less than a year ago, and the winners of those contests still haven't received their prizes because... Someone I'm not going to mention their name hasn't put in their, I guess you could say, funding to purchase shipping. So I have their prizes sitting in my house waiting to be shipped because I'm not paying any more money than what I already did. But I might just bite the bullet and spend the money to ship to Australia. So uh, (laughs) that being said, sorry that you haven't received your prizes yet, but I still have them and you're going to get them at one point in time. It's just a matter of getting no name to contribute a little bit, but that's another story. (laughs) And another thing about drawing contests in general, the last time we had one, well, the, the first one we ever had sparked a huge controversy over the winners and they, and people bagged on them and why didn't I win? And, you know, typical Dragon Ball Z fan behavior, but, um, and the, and the next time we did it, we contacted the winners privately so yeah. that that controversy wouldn't happen again. But it still but spiked the controversy. It, yes, it still spiked the controversy because everyone was wondering who won the contest, what happened to the contest, 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 and it didn't end, and we've explained it many times. So it's a little... And, and not to mention that it takes such a long time to judge so many great works... Oh, and yeah. it's just so difficult. Yeah, we we had over a thousand submissions of artwork. That's a lot to go through. But I, the first contest we did, I think we did a freaking damn good job going through those and picking the best. So and do not, I. And so not for I. anything, we posted a collage of the three, and I stated that it's interesting how the amount of likes these pictures got corresponded with the place they came in. But people were like, oh, you're judging this based on the likes. I'm like, no, 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 no. You, you don't put words in my mouth. You just completely reversed what I said. I said it's a coincidence, or maybe it's not even a coincidence, that the third pace winner got the least amount of likes. Not saying it's a little like, little amount, but there was upwards of 1,000. But it just went up from there. So contests are up in the air. It's just we got to come up with a better plan on how we're going to be doing this without causing any problems or any controversy. But um, enough about that. Um, I have a request from someone on Instagram for Dave. Um, someone wants to know the timetable of all the sagas in the correct order or movies. Okay, I, I contacted this person directly via Instagram. He never responded to me. But let me just answer that now. The correct... Okay. 
There's two different timetables corresponding with the Japanese releases and the English releases. I'm going to go with the Japanese for now, but it, but I'll also go over the English. Cool. Okay, the first saga, the first story arc, is called the Son Goku arc. Now, this goes from Pilaf all the way... Th- this goes from the first episode all the way to the end of the 21st um, Tenkaichi Budokai. Um, so that's about 40 episodes or so. And then we get to the Red Ribbon Army arc. And that takes a lot of time. Uh... And then there's the Piccolo Daimao arc. And finally, you have the 23rd Tenkaichi... No, no, no. Actually, before the Piccolo, Piccolo Daimao arc, there's the 22nd Tenkaichi Budokai. Then it goes to Piccolo, and then it goes to the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai. Uh, that would be the, vers- the, the very end of the series. Right, right. And then you get to Dragon Ball Z. And this is, and, and this is a very straightforward in Japan. It's Saiyan Saga... Frieza Saga, Android Cell Saga, and Majin Buu Saga. And in GT, you have, um, you have the black, you have the, oh, fuck, I'm not sure what they're called in Japan. I'm pretty sure that the first 26 episodes were just called, where, what, I don't, what arc? It was not Black Star Dragon Balls, it's not called that, I know that. Um, for, GT, for GT? Yes, it's not called that in Japan. But it's essentially the same. It's in, it's essentially the same thing. Uh, but I just don't know the name. Next we have Baby. Uh, thirdly, we have Super Android Super Seventeen, I believe, and that was the worst arc ever. I friggin' hated it. Oh no! And, it's, no, it's I'm sorry. It's the it's the Dark Dragon Ball arc. Something like something along those I, lines. I'm a hundred percent positive. It's the Dark Dragon Ball arc. All right. Well, in any case, Dark Dragon Ball arc, Baby. Uh, Super 17, and finally, the Evil Dragons. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. The English dub changed so much in GT. It's almost like I can't bear that dub. It's just so bad. It's so, so bad. Not only did they change so much of the dialogue, they changed so many character names, and they also switched that music to that awful, awful, awful dark guitar screeching crap. Yeah, I did not understand that at all. And I hated it. I absolutely hated it. But the thing is, I didn't mind GT. I really didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. The only part I hated of GT was Super 17. That just that was the stupidest arc in, in ever. See, the, the only part I hated about it was when they were going from planet to planet trying to find the fucking balls. It just took up so much time. And, it did. Oh, God. It's like 26 episodes of filler. Yeah, exactly. But um, being that being said, in regards to GT, we had another request to talk about the ending of GT, but I think we should designate an episode to that. So I think we should hold off on that. What do you say? Wait, what? What? People, someone wants us to discuss the ending of GT. Oh God, this should be a topic unto itself because this, this. Yeah, I think that, we should. I think we're gonna do this in our in the next episode because there are so many. This what my, what happened to Goku? Exactly. Yes, exactly. I don't want to get into it too much, but not for anything. In my opinion, call it, call me crazy. GT had the best ending, better than the ending of Dragon yeah, Ball Z. I agree. 
Yeah, oh just... my, dude, dude, if you get me started on the end of Dragon Ball, oh my, me and my friends talk about the ending of Dragon Ball Z so much, it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I, the... the ending sucks, I mean, it, it ends on a note that opens it up for something, but then we have GT, so it's not cool. No, it's not even that, it's, it's, Goku goes, okay, I'm going to train for seven years. That's typical he Goku. He doesn't, but he, it doesn't matter. The motherfucker can instant transmission, why does he have to leave for seven years? Yeah, well, that's without true. Without coming back that's one Go- time. That's Goku. Like, <laughs> that's so, like, that's so ignorant. That's so, like, or whatever, dumb. That's, that's ridiculous. That's Goku. It, it's really just Goku. That's uh, that's Japanese Goku, anyway, the selfish yeah. one. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's and that's what I was actually explaining the other day. We I literally had this conversation the other day, and that's what I was explaining, that that's just Japan. that's just, like, the Goku. But for the, like, for the... People that know him as the hero who that he is, that throws a lot of people off. Like, what? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I get, you know, I don't know. The, that whole <laughs> that whole episode, I'm like, you know, this sucked, but I am not surprised in the least. Yeah. In the least. But um, I think we definitely should designate a, a whole episode to GT. Definitely. As a, as a main topic, per se. Definitely. Little news here and there, but... The NEM GT is definitely something to delve into, considering all of the assumptions that one can make. And um, I actually, um, do you have it in Japanese at all? What GT? I have the um, I have the complete series box set by Funimation, so yes, I have it in awesome. Japanese. Awesome, awesome, because you can compare um, the English dialogue to it. And the Japanese dialogue, obviously, that is what actually happened. You, it's completely different than you can take. Wait, didn't didn't none of GT actually happen? GT actually happened well, in terms of the uh, the show airing. But what I'm trying well, yeah. to say is, what actually is meant to say, you're misled in the English dub. So, something was said this way. In Japan, which can completely change the outcome that it was changed to in English. And if you didn't see it in Japanese, you wouldn't understand. But I, Dave, I'm sure you have an idea of what I'm talking about. I don't think I've seen the English dub of that arc, but... Oh, really? Um, no. Okay, well, big differences. And I, I've watched them both. Especially a couple of the lines Vegeta says, um, which kind of raised some eyebrows. But, um... In any case, I think it's about time to come to a close. We've been going on for a little while, so um, next topic, main topic, we're definitely going to do Dragon Ball uh, GT. So um, that being said, um, Dave, why don't you tell everyone where they can find us? You can find us on our website, DragonBallInsider.com. That is D-R-A-G-O-N-B-A-L-L-I-N-S-I-D-E-R dot C-O-M. You can find us on Instagram. On Google Plus, on Tumblr, and that's pretty much what we yeah, got. Yeah, we. I just set up a YouTube channel. I think we're going to be doing uh, a live podcast soon too. So oh, that cool. would be sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. with Google Hangout, and I don't know if I want anyone to see my pretty face, but uh, <laughs> my. <laughs> I'll do my. I'll do my hair up like Goku if we do it. I'll put on my Kakashi mask. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> no, I got my Ambu. My- you know, I don't think I've ever revealed what I look like. Not, I haven't either. At least not, not on my DB Eternity account. 
I yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, I'm 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 waiting. I'm waiting for somebody to just bark at me about it. Yeah, whatever. It hasn't happened yet. So you people are gonna be like, oh, he sounds like a typical skater boy. Me? <laughs> yep, because that's I don't I longboard. I don't skate. Same shit. But anyway, <laughs> Not the same. but anyway, I, I, I ski also. I do lots oh, of things. Oh god. But I anyway, <laughs> y'all get all I y'all. Oh god, there goes. Your <laughs> I'm from the south. You know, get out of here. Oh yeah, he's from South. Dave's from Cali. I'm from New Jersey. Yeah, I think it's majority rule right here. You know, the Jersey, dirty Jersey. What up? No. All right, go hang out with Snooky in the Jersey Shore, you loser. Yeah, about that. She's from New York. She just. Well, you know what? She just films at our. She likes to hang out in Jersey. That's not how we say it out here. Oh, it's not. No, that's Oops. that's how people think we say it out here. Yeah, and people think I talk like this and say y'all. You definitely do talk a little bit like that. Do not. Nah, you I don't. say y'all, but it's more like yo. What up? We were supposed to come that? to a close about thirty <laughs> seconds ago, so we are coming to a close again. DragonBallInsider.com. Check out our website. Like Dave says, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, Google Plus. Pornhub. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Guys, I will talk to you soon. And that is all. So, hope you guys enjoyed our podcast. And we will talk to you later. See you later, guys. What's up, folks? And uh, fuck my life. I, I, I can't do this. <laughs> I am not good at this. Okay. Let's try, try that again. That's going at the end. Oh, my God. That's going at the end. <laughs> my life is... Okay. Compose myself. Let's try this again.